Greetings and welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneur Podcast. I am your host, Pete Lorimer, former hit record producer and now host of the show Stay Here on Netflix and owner of LA's most creative boutique real estate firm, PLG Estates. On the podcast, you will always find business and real estate strategies, marketing techniques, and tips for the entrepreneur. So hit the big bloody subscribe button, would you? Uh, Give it a like, and also please share this podcast with someone else that might get value from it. Greetings and welcome to the podcast. I have once again, ladies and gentlemen, turned the cameras away from this familiar British face. I'm sure you're sick to death of seeing me. And onto a handsome young man. Chandler David Smith is a beast. And we're going to find out why he is a beast in full detail over the next 30 minutes or so. Now, Chandler, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> so let me tee you up to, to the audience because when I first came across you, I was like, well, no, I don't really do what I don't suggest agents do what he does because I'm a big anti door knocker. Yeah. But I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm saying it's brutal. And I think there are ways for agents to find business without their souls being shredded through door knocking. Now, and in fairness to my audience, I wanted to have an unbiased opinion because you are the success story. I mean, you are a monster from your former career, which you transitioned extremely successfully into real estate. And now you're mentoring and coaching people through your your website. What I want to focus on is you're kind of like, you're, you're obviously younger than me and you got into an industry which is so crushingly competitive, yet you had a, a somewhat blinkered vision of, I don't care what the rest of the world is doing. This is how I'm going to do it. And you killed it, dude. <laughs> you killed it through door knocking. Well, thank you. And I think you are a major success story. And I think young agents out there who are like, well, shit, I don't have the client base that someone like Pete does or someone that's 20 years older than me. I'm in my 20s and I want to make business and I've got time and that's that's all I got. How do I do it? So why don't you give us a glimpse into the life of uh, Chandler David Smith? Yeah, well, I'll just give you like the brief overview of how I got where I'm at. But Um, I started in door-to-door sales, selling pest control door-to-door. So my first summer, I was having a hard time finding a job anywhere else. And they said, you know what? You'd be good knocking doors, selling pest control. And so I went out and in about four months, I ended up making $96,000 just selling pest control door-to-door. And there's a lot of rejection. There's a lot of hardship you run into knocking doors, but I was able to really fine tune the ability to get someone interested, to get them to trust me, to like me just in those first couple seconds, and then to sell them pest control. And so it's interesting because the next year I led a team, that year I ended up making over $140,000. The following year, so three years in, I was clearing a quarter of a million, and then it's just kind of exploded to where 
Now I manage and train over 200 sales reps that knock doors and sell pest control door to door. Now, what this kind of did for me is obviously my income continued to grow, but then I had this income from knocking doors, selling pest control that I decided I needed to put somewhere. And so I started getting into real estate. So I started with buying a condo and then I bought a duplex and then I bought a fourplex. And then pretty soon I was buying an eightplex and a 24plex. And now this month I'm going to be closing on a 32 unit complex here in Idaho Falls. And so by so this how many point, doors is that? How many doors do you so, have? Um, once I close on this next project, I'll have just over 120 doors of rental real estate. And you are how old? So I'm 29 years old. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Wow. What's really cool is now not only am I still involved in sales and mentoring and helping people to learn how to sell, learn how to make a good impression, but I've kind of transitioned that into helping people that now have been successful in sales put their money in the right place and get into real estate and find those good deals within real estate as well. And so just in the last month, I've had five of my sales reps that work for me that have now also closed on investment properties. And so that's probably been the most rewarding part is being able to help other people to kind of follow the same model. So, okay, because obviously pest control, encyclopedias, whatever it is one is, is selling, there is a technique to get people to trust you at a door. I know in Los Angeles, door knocking is an incredibly tough gig. So how did you get people? Because you said you got people to like and trust you within a couple of minutes. How do you do that in a nutshell? How does one do that? Yeah, it's a great question. And it's a combination of three things. The things you say, so your verbal training. The things you don't say, so your body language, the nonverbal. And then paraverbal communication, which is the tone, the pitch, kind of the music of your voice while speaking with people. And so I train my sales reps to do the combination of all three of those. We literally break down everything they do from what they say to how they say it and how they're moving while they're saying it to try and make that instant first impression that gets someone to like them. And I think we've all had it where five seconds into meeting someone, you're like, man, I don't know why, but I just, I like this guy. And or, that's or I don't and, like this guy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? And most of the time, if you open the door because someone knocked on your door, you already don't like this guy. And so we're trying to teach people how to overcome that and get to the point where you break through those first barriers and then you get them to like you and listen to you. All right. So you know what I'm going to do next, Chandler? Yeah. We're going to do a role play. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. All right. I am the person behind the door and I want you to sell me something. Okay, cool. Well, let's, if you're cool with it, let's do pest control and then we can work into anything else. Do you want me to Sounds break good. it down as I go or just? Sure. So let's do it. it. I mean, this is, this is live. It's not radio. It's not television. It's live internet with no cool. net. So let's do it. Let's do it. I'm sure everybody, I'm sure that was on everybody's mind. Okay, great. So you're successful. What do you say? So let's. Uh, awesome. Let's well, I need you to do me a favor though. I need you to be a real pain in the butt. So let's see how oh, it goes. Okay. No problem. Here we go. <laughs> Hi, how can I help you? <laughs> hey, how are you? Never better, thank you. Good. Well, my name's Chandler, and I'm with Aptiv. It's pest control. I'm actually coming around because I'm taking care of your neighbor, June, just right here across the street, uh, as well as Sally and about 25 others just right here in your neighborhood. So it's been a ton of problems with the spiders, ants, fleas. I'm sure you know how it gets out here. You know, well, let me stop you, Chandler, because I, I have a, a dude that comes around and sprays once a month, and he's been with me for years, so, you know, I don't want to waste your time, dude. 
Definitely. That's actually the reason I'm coming around. I'm sure you've been super happy with him, right? He's, I haven't seen any insects in the house. Yeah, definitely. Have you gotten the chance to watch him do his service? I've seen him do it here and there, but I've never kind of followed him around the property. No. He's probably got that cool little backpack. He goes around the whole foundation of the home, squirts it down, but even comes, even comes inside for you if you have any problems in there as well, right? Yeah, exactly right. The biggest difference with us compared to a lot of these other companies, if you look up here, you see how you're still getting some of these spider webs build up up underneath the eaves. Mm-hmm. With me, you're never going to see those again. So I need to sweep those down and treat them all the way around the home. Now that's going to look nice. That way nothing's getting in, dropping down inside the home. Now around your base, I'm going to do what he's done that's kept you happy. I'm just going to do a little bit more. So instead of doing that little squirt like you talked about, I'm going to do a full three feet up and three feet out around the entire foundation. So I can guarantee nothing's getting in. But what is really going to separate me from what you've been getting is you've got a beautiful yard out here. And I'm sure you know that's where most of the bugs are hanging out. You can even see some of these plants are starting to get munched on with those little brown spots. With me, you're never going to see that again. So I'm going to go from your front curb all the way to your back fence, flush everything off, and we're going to make sure we beat their price too. They're coming quarterly for you, right? Uh, I think it might be monthly. Monthly. Awesome. That's even better because we're going to be able to do the same thing, but also knock your price all the way down. Now, if I had to guess, you're probably paying about 40 a month. What we can do is we can knock that all the way down for you. Are you going to be here tomorrow? Uh, yeah. Perfect. I've got spots in the morning and the afternoon. What works better for you? Um, okay, good. You know what, dude? You're pretty good <laughs> because you weren't confrontational. You aren't like a pain in the ass. I really like the tone of your voice. And you're hitting all of these value adds, right? Like yeah. the value add of the spiders above. I never even thought of that. But I, in, in the house I own, I have spider webs in my eaves. I just do. And I've never had anybody offer to do the garden. The spiritual side of me thinks, Oof, I don't know if I feel comfortable killing all those bugs yeah. all the way to the curb. But I hear you. I, and I think that was, was, was really, 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 really excellent. Well, thank you. I think a couple things that I'd point out, and this would definitely carry over to realtors. And this is a problem I see a lot of people in sales make. First off, when you're with a competitor, people want to say, look, I'm with someone. As a salesman, your gut response is, I'm better and this is why. I don't know if you noticed, but the first thing I did is I got three yeses from you. All right. I asked you questions about your company that I knew I could get a yes. I didn't want any no's early. I also am consciously focusing on getting you to do this. So I'm getting yeses, I'm getting smiles, I'm getting head nods. And so even though you brought a company, if I would have said, oh, we can do way better than them, instantly I would have got a no on the doors. But I'm focusing on getting smiles, on getting head nods, on gaining that connection before I go into that value app. And so I think that's one thing I love pointing out. What people don't recognize is the combination of making good eye contact having planned eye contact breaks. And when you make eye contact again, getting a good smile and head nod, it's one of the best ways to get an endorphin release in your customer and make that connection and make them feel like, man, I don't know why, but I like this guy. Right off the bat. Wow, dude, tricks of the trade. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Now, so I guess your pest control business is what's allowing you to, to focus on, on your real estate investment strategies. 
100%. Do you think there will be a time, and I hope I don't upset your, the company that you work with, will there be a time where you'll say, hey, Pace Control, thanks very much. It's been awesome, but I'm, I'm moving on. You know, I think there's always that opportunity. I don't think I'll ever move on from sales because even with all of the deals I've been able to close, these are the same skills that have been able to help me find off-market deals. And I think that's one thing that's been really interesting to me is even these property or even these deals that are multi-million dollar deals are ones that had a realtor done what I'm doing. They could be selling this property instead of me getting it without even using a realtor because I'm reaching out to these people. You are a secret weapon. You are kind <laughs> of like, you can get to all of these sellers. I mean, they're probably within five minutes. I'm sure they're telling you, hey, I'm planning to sell the place. So I don't want to spend too much money and da, 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 da. So you're getting the complete, true off-market inventory of your neighborhood before, of your city before anyone else. Yeah, 100%. And these skills, they're just so transferable. I mean, they work wherever, whether you're a realtor, whether you're selling pest control, whether you're selling whatever on the door. Ladies and gentlemen that are listening, if you are a real estate agent and you are listening to this podcast, here is a massive takeaway. You need to reach out to all the pest control people that you can find (laughs) and say to them, refer me the business that you know is coming up because they will have access to it. It's kind of mind blowing. My mind is blown. Um, Okay. So you're financing your passion with an already successful career in pest control. What advice would you give to listeners about doing kind of exactly what you're doing, which is having a main gig and then a side hustle that ultimately then turns into a career? I I was the opposite. and, And there is more than one way to do everything. I literally quit my other job as a record producer and became a real estate professional overnight and never looked back. But I was fortunate because I had a bit of money in the bank. So how would you tell people if their side hustle, which may be real estate now, how can they then turn that into their, their full-time profession if they want? Definitely. I think for me, I've been very lucky because I've always been able to find a way to leverage what I've had. And I think momentum is so important. And some people maybe don't have momentum. So this advice will be a little harder. But if you've got a career you've been in successful in, or you've got anything you've been successful in, find a way to leverage that. I feel like with you, you had money in the bank. You were able to leverage that. For me, I was able to take my skills in pest control and leverage them into real estate. I was able to take the money and leverage it into real estate. And I think far too often people bounce around too much. They're always looking for that next big thing where I've always been able to make it flow and use it as leverage to go from one thing into the other without completely abandoning whatever's providing my income. And I think what that helps do is I see too many people want to start business in real estate or something else. And because they've done it in a way where they kind of put themselves in a corner and they're not willing to spend, they're not willing to invest. And so for me, it wasn't worth giving up the pest control to just go all in in real estate because I needed to leverage that for that success. Interesting. You know, it, the, the key thing that you, you, you said there, Chandler, is that you don't bounce around. I am a massive proponent of not bouncing around. And I think even within a genre, people can bounce around. Like, let's talk real estate with some people will door knock for three months and go, mm, it doesn't work. And then they'll go into probates for three months. Well, I've tried probates. Then they'll try doing videos on social media for three months. 
And I'm like, guys, for something to work, you got to run at it hard all day, every day for at least a year to see if it's actually going to stick. And then when something doesn't stick, you have learned. For me, failure is just as valuable as success because it, you, if you reach a dead end, knowing it's a dead end is awesome because then you don't need to go down that street again. And I think bouncing around is, is something that is understandable, but very, very destructive to, to people's careers. So you mentor people. You have a, I thought you had 43 doors, but you now have over 100 doors of real estate before 30, which, ladies and gentlemen, I have to tell you, that might be the most I've ever heard in my <laughs> career. So when you are mentoring people through your website, which is, is David's name, and if you want to go there for mentoring, please take a look. And when you're mentoring and training the sales reps, what are the top three pieces of advice that you would give a sales rep? I think, first off, I've, I've kind of taken on the mindset that you need to know when to sprint. I think far too often people think that they need to have balance now. And I recognize certain opportunities in my life where I needed a sprint and put everything in it. When I was out in the summer selling pest control, I needed to be all in on that. This last year, when I, when I got this 32 plex under contract, I got it under contract between Christmas and New Year's. And that's a time where everyone else is vacationing and you know not thinking about it. And because I was willing to sprint when it was hard, mm-hmm. this is going to end up paying huge dividends. So I think that's the first thing. I think the next thing is, like you said, don't bounce around. Figure out what you want to do and then stay with it until you have been successful. And that doesn't mean you're not going to get fails along the way and learn from them. But I see way too many people that are a three-month professional in a hundred things, but not a true professional in anything. And so I would say that. And then finally, I think you've got to know where you want to be. I think way too many people don't know why they're doing what they're doing, but if they had an end goal in mind, I mean, for me, I've wanted to have over a hundred doors for years. That's been my main focus with why I'm generating income is to be able to create a certain amount of passive income through investing in real estate. And it's rare that I see people not end up where they want to be if they set a goal that they're 100% set on and everything they're doing, all of their focus is on doing the little goals along the way to get to that bigger goal. And it's impossible to get to that bigger goal if you don't have it or that bigger goal is changing every other day. Sure. I think having the big why, and, and it can be a big, a big why that's built up of lots of little whys. You know, I have my family, my kids, and and I have, I have big family goals and where we want to go on vacation and what countries we want to see. And then there are roadmaps of little whys that get me there. So I want to kind of jump into motivation because motivation, you're obviously a very driven guy. You're a very motivated guy. Now, I, and I think I'm not alone, people look at me like, Pete, you're so motivated. How do you do it all the time? But I have to fight through my own demons of negative talk to cram as much in a day as I possibly can. Do you have the same negative self-destructive talk and how do you march through it to squeeze the juice out of every day? 100%. It's so funny because the day I landed and this 32 plex is on my mind, but the day I landed this deal, the same as I've landed a bunch of other deals, the day that it happened, I told my wife, all right, tomorrow I'm going to have a down day. So I got to make sure it's not a down day because today was such a high day. I'm going to run into a lot of those negative thoughts. I'm going to question myself. I'm going to feel negative. And I know that that's going to happen. It happens to all of us. 
and I found ways to push through it. I think one of the big ones is surrounding myself with the right group of people. If you know you're headed into a down day because you had a high day, I make sure that my day is just booked out with the people that motivate me, with the people that keep me upbeat, with things that are keeping me busy, that I'm forced to get them done. And I think that's huge. I think the other thing is it's the content that you take in. And I know everyone says this, but from my social media to the books I read to the conversations I have, they are only those positive things that keep me focused on my goals and the direction I'm going. And I think the combination of that, knowing that it's going to come, but making sure that my focus is always on the positive and I try to stay away from the negative people or the negative things, that's made a big impact because my mind always, when my mind is at rest, it goes to real estate and to my family. And you need to make sure when your mind's in rest that it's not automatically falling into those negative things. Yeah, it's refreshing. I'm sorry that you have the negative voices, Chandler, but it's refreshing to hear that I am not alone. And I'm sure yeah. many of our listeners are, are the same. Even Aaron Sorkin, right? I think it's Aaron Sorkin, the guy that wrote The West Wing, the guy that wrote A Few Good Men. You know, he wrote like, he's like one of the biggest writers in, in Hollywood. I was watching an interview with him and he said, you know, these guys are like gods. You, you look at the work that they've achieved and it's like, oh my God, they're not even human. And he sat down in the interview and he said, there isn't one show, TV show or one movie that he has written, he wishes he could take back. He wants to take them all back and rewrite them. And he said, every single thing he's worked on, and this guy's a god, he starts with the smallest of ideas and massive amounts of insecurity. And he just kind of like pulls the thread until the story unfolds. And for, for me, I'm like, wow, this is one of the biggest writers in the world who's just a vulnerable human being like, like the rest of us. So it's very refreshing to hear. Okay, my friend, I have rapid fire for you. And then we're going to finish with a statement, which we'll, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. So rapid fire, have, uh, have you ever had bugs in your own house? Definitely. It did not make my wife happy. <laughs> and did you exterminate them? We did. We got them taken care of. It's funny because I know a lot less about pest control than I probably should. So I had to call a guy, but we got it taken care of. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, favorite song as a teenager? Oh, man. That was Google chiming in. <laughs> yeah. Google, go away. You know, I, it's weird, but I liked a lot of the Beatles stuff. Wow. In, in high school. I know that's old, but. Nothing wrong with that, my friend. You're talking yeah. to a Beatles fan. And also, I'm British. I'm not far from Liverpool, so all good. That's awesome. I'm it's probably from my parents. I mean, they love them, so. Thanks. You just made me feel really old. And <laughs> this, this interview is suddenly going downhill quickly. Um, where do you see yourself in five years? You know, still doing sales, still doing real estate. Hopefully, well over 200 doors of rental real estate. And we did 10 million in revenue with pest control last year. I'd love to be pushing 30 million by that point. Ooh, man, that's outstanding. And what professional people, books, and podcasts do you recommend to the other fellow entrepreneurs that are all, all listening to this right now? Yes. I love Tim Ferriss. I love Bigger Pockets. I love Meet Kevin. When it comes to a book, I know you talked about negative thought. The Happiness Advantage will always be my favorite book, just for getting your mind right. And for sales, I would say the book Pitch Anything is the best of the best. 
Wow, dude, these are all really, really good things. Uh, Chandler, David Smith, thank you very, very much for being on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, where can people find you? So if they want to learn more about real estate and me, they just go to www.chandlerdavidsmith.com. If they want to apply to come work for us selling pest control door to door, they just go to elitesummersales.com. And they can find us there. If you want to check me out on YouTube, I'm just about to hit 15,000 subscribers on YouTube. And again, that's at Chandler David Smith. So Nice, dude. Proud of you. Well done. Thank you we're, so much. We're all going to work for Chandler one day, it seems. <laughs> well, all hey, right. thank you. I'm honored to be here. It's incredible what you've done. And this has been a blast. Thank you very much for being on the show. <laughs>